Hey, Olivia, how are you doing? I'm good, Eric. How are you? Pretty good. It's a. Uh, I love doing movie news, and I think this is my first one back. Actually, no, I was on the last one. I think. Uh, yeah, I think you did the last one. I think you and I did. The, didn't you and I do the last one? And then er, er, Isaac jumped in halfway through. Yes, I believe that's okay. right. Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, well, we're back at it with our monthly movie news roundup. So we're gonna recap the month of August and just go from there this is a, a another layover episode so who knows what's going to happen all kinds of shenanigans yep i do like these movie news ones because we we do the other layover episodes they're a lot more free form mm-hmm. but these movie news ones they're a little bit more structured yeah we talk about the trailers and news and everything else that happened in the month of august so you want to just hop straight into it yeah so uh, i feel like we've always started with trailers i don't know why we started with trailers i think that's just how we we just formatted it so the first trailer i haven't watched this trailer yet but it's it's for this upcoming film called power of the dog which has kirsten dunce jesse plemons benedict cumberbatch in it and it's directed by jane uh champion so have you watched it yet i have not watched this one this was an isaac's mission to the movie news um, okay. I think I saw people talking about it on the internet airwaves, but it obviously has a pretty solid cast. Um, a very interesting yeah. movie title. I bet it's pretty art housey if I had to take a guess at what the movie is about. But I so I just looked it up. Oh, it's coming to Netflix. Okay, okay. Oh, okay. So this is this is what it's about. Charismatic rancher. No, charismatic. I'm an idiot. Charismatic rancher. Phil Burbank inspires fear and awe in those around him. When his brother brings home a new wife and her son, Phil torments them until he finds himself exposed to the possibility of love. Very interesting. So, all of that's very interesting. I don't know. Yeah, it's been. It... A, I feel like it's been a while since we've seen Benedict Cumberbatch in a movie that is not Avengers related. Uh, yeah. So, how do you feel about? Do you like Benedict Cumberbatch? I think he is a. Uh... A pretty good actor. I feel like uh, it's unfortunate. Like a lot of these actors that are in superhero movies nowadays. You really only recognize them for the superhero roles. I feel mm-hmm. like that is Vic Benedict Cumberbatch is a victim of that because he did do a lot of movies before he did Doctor Strange, um, but now he's kind of synonymous with Doctor Strange. He was he was really popular in Britain though because of Sherlock. Sherlock, yes, which was, was really good. Oh, so yeah, good. okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I really liked it. It's the the BBC shows are interesting or as, as far as Sherlock is concerned, because there's not that many episodes of it. There's not that many seasons. I think there's maybe four seasons and there's only like four episodes in each season, but they're very long. It's almost like a movie. Okay. Uh, but but it's it's fascinating. It's it's really good. I think okay. he he does a great Sherlock. And then Martin Freeman is uh Watson. And so it's, it's great. Uh, oh, that's funny because uh, Bandit the Cumberbatch, he voiced uh, Smog in the Hobbit movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Martin Freeman. And then Martin Freeman ends up joining the MCU. Yeah. And he was so, uh, he was Bilbo Baggins. Yeah. So nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I might have to check this one out. Um, all right. The second trailer was one that I added, and it's Malignant, directed by James Wan. Um, James, this one's coming to HBO Max and in theaters uh, on the tenth, and I'll be watching this day of the release. And it is a uh, James Wan making a return to horror movies. Um, 
I mean, he's he's been doing the Conjuring universe, but this one, I believe, is outside the Conjuring universe. And he said this one's kind of like a passion project for him because um, you know how directors, once they be, become part of like superhero genre, it's very hard for them to work on their own right. pro- personal projects because he is pretty much helming the Aquaman universe now. And he's producing a lot of those DC movies. So I'm really excited to see this one. It The, the synopsis seems like it's going to make it a pretty scary movie. So very excited. I, I don't want to watch. I don't even want to watch the trailer. I didn't watch the trailer either. I went off purely James Wan and the plot synopsis that I will be there day one. So, so for the kids at home who don't know who James Wan is outside of Aquaman, what, what was his first original claim to fame? Tell the so kids at home. Saw. He is the creator of the Saw, and I don't know if he actually directed. He might have directed Saw too, but of course he produced and I think co-wrote, wrote like a or had some hand in all the Saw movies. Mm-hmm. And then of course he's the 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 master who came up with the Conjuring. So he is very very well versed in the horror universe, and then Aquaman, of course. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, dude, dude knows horror yeah. like. He's, he, I would say he's probably up there with like, you know, John Carpenter as far as like, right. like kings of horror. Yes, I agree. So. He, he, he is incredible and I'm really excited to see this one. So, uh, Olivia, I think you should watch it though. Um, if you're feeling bold that day. Like, well, so here's the deal. That's my birthday. It comes out on my birthday. <laughs> and oh, I don't know if that's wow. how I want to spend my birthday. Yeah. Maybe the day after. I feel you. I feel you. So I'll keep you posted though. Um, all right. So moving on, unless you want to keep talking about James Wan, which we can, he's great. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. So Spider-Man, no way home. The trailer finally. Okay. Or yeah. No way home is the name of this one, right? I believe We're really so. professional. Yes. Yes. It's no way home. Uh, so the trailer finally released. Did you watch it? I saw bits and pieces of it all over social media. I try to avoid movie trailers okay. for movies that I know I'm going to watch. Um, okay. But I did see bits and pieces of it. What were your thoughts on it? I am very excited to see Alfred Molina back yes. yeah. as Doc Ock. Just genuinely one of the best villains that has been portrayed on the big screen. I, I'm just really excited. I'm, I, I don't... I know a lot of people were like, "There." People were really mad that they didn't show any of the other Spider Spider Men, but it's like, what? They're not going to. It's a trailer. Give, it's a trailer. They're not going to give away the big reveal. I mean, think about think about Endgame. That trailer did not have. I mean, it was two minutes or three minutes, and the movie was two and a half hours long. Yeah. So of course it's not going to, ha- and it didn't give away any of the the big stuff. Yep. So of course this movie, I think I saw. I, it's rumored to be two and a half hours. I don't know if it really will be. Wow, okay. I think but that's pretty long for a Spider-Man movie. I it's like. it's pretty long, but if it's because Doctor Strange is going to be in it and it's going to bring up the Sinister Six. So, I mean, it's going to, there's going to be a lot yeah, of stuff this going is, This is going to so. be a pretty big, big movie. Um, it's the, the third one in the trilogy. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the third one is usually pretty epic in scale. Um, yeah, typically it is. Nice. So yeah, yeah I'll, I'll definitely, I'll definitely be seeing that. I, I actually enjoyed the um, first Spider-Man movie in the Tom Holland series more. I really liked Michael Keaton's character yeah. more than that Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, but 
uh, we'll see what this one has in store. And uh, isn't is Jake Gyllenhaal? He's still alive. I mean, like he's gonna be. He's he may be popping up, right? Maybe. Okay. I I can't. I haven't seen the last one in a very like since it was released at the right. theater. I and so I can't really remember if you, I think he's still alive. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. All right. Spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers, spoilers, you haven't seen the, the Spider-Man movie yet. Um, for uh, Spencer. Uh, and this was a, uh, this was, I did not add this one. There's not a lot of detail on this one. This Olivia. one was one of my additions. Okay. So yeah. So Spencer is going to be that new Kristen Stewart movie. That's about uh, princess Diana. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I saw I saw Twitter talking about this like all day yesterday and today. Or maybe yeah. Yesterday. Yeah. I am very excited about it. Very excited. It's just it's funny to me to see like I feel like the film Twitter that I see is different than the film Twitter you see. Like I think there's probably some overlap. Uh-huh. But I've seen where a lot of people are like finally uh, Anna Kendrick will not be the only Academy <laughs> Award nominee from the Twilight series. Oh, that's funny. So, which is kind of insane because the Twilight series does have a real good cast. I have a lot of good actors. In it. Isn't uh, Michael Sheen in it? Doesn't he play like a dad or somebody? Yes. Yeah, he plays one of the bad vampires. Oh, okay. I so, think we talked about this before. The only thing I remember from Twilight is them playing baseball. A classic. It's a baseball movie. <laughs> right. 100%. Okay. Well, okay. So Princess Diana, a very polarizing figure. Yeah. Um, so Christmas the, story. The people's princess. Right. Right. Um, I don't know if I actually, I, I do know. I, I don't think I've seen any Princess Diana movies. I think there's been a couple movies and TV shows out there. Mm-hmm. I've never watched them though. Yeah, there was a the the newest season of The Crown has Princess Diana in it, okay. and that was a really big deal. What what is her name? Emma Corrin, I think, played her. So yeah, so there's been a few, uh, but this I think is this this particular movie I think is kind of cover her getting divorced from Prince Charles and the alleged affair she had interesting okay so didn't uh naomi watts also play her or did she play a different princess no i think she played her okay that's what i thought i love naomi watts i did not know that yeah naomi watts is very good i love her in king kong she yes very good all right were there any other trailers that came i feel like there were other trailers there were some other ones i think they I think there were some that came out for movies that we've already discussed or like trailer number mm-hmm. two for Venom. Uh, that's true. Things we've yeah. already discussed. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. So that's it for the trailers. For the news, let's just hop into it because there looks There's like a there ton. were a, a lot of news that came out in August. So let's just go down the list here. Hawkeye is coming out on November 24th. I'm assuming on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Eric, what are, do you care about Hawkeye as a character at all? I I don't really. I I think he actually was pretty cool. That was really the only time I cared for him was in Avengers Endgame. Um, okay. When he came back, it's like this ninja who's just killing everybody off. Oh yeah, when he was like Ronan or whatever, becoming an assassin, and I thought that was pretty cool. But as a character, I mean, he he just doesn't have enough screen time for me to develop any emotional attachment to him. I think he is a very cool character though. Okay. Yeah. No, that's not fair. mostly invested in them. That's. I mean, I get that. I. I'm not emotionally emotionally invested in him. I wasn't emotionally invested in Black Widow either, honestly. 
Uh-huh. So in, until the movie came out, honestly, was when I was like, okay, I actually like this character. But Hawkeye also has Haley Seinfeld in it. Oh, is he playing? Is she playing his daughter, or he? She some kind of relation to him. She is playing Kate Bishop, so it's not his daughter. Oh, she's a, she's a different superhero. She's a di- she's Violet, taking yeah. she's in the comics. She takes over the mantle of Hawkeye, I so see. that's what everyone is theorizing that she's going to be the new Hawkeye. Okay, Haley Steinfeld entering the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Interesting, yep. very very good, but uh. Yeah, I think I've I have not seen any of the Marvel Disney Plus stuff, and I don't know if this is going to change that. Uh, That's fair. Not even Haley. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. We, we'll we'll, we'll revisit it in November. Yeah, we will see. Okay. We'll see. All right. All right. Moving on. Succession season three is coming out November seventh. Do you watch Succession? I, I have not watched Succession. I, I mean, everyone and their mom has told me to watch this show. Okay, this must have been an Isaac ad because I haven't watched it either. Although, like you, everyone and their mom, including my mom, has told me to watch okay. Succession. So, yeah, a lot of people are, rave to me constantly about how good the show is, and it is on HBO, so I have no doubt that it is very good. And maybe one day I'll get to it. Yeah, it's got a what's his face from Scott Pilgrim, uh, Kieran Tolkien. Yes. Very, yeah, it has a very good cast from what I've seen. It does have a very good cast, so. All right. The Witcher season two is coming out December 17th. Do you watch that show? So I have not watched season one. It is on my Netflix queue that maybe one day I will also get to. I have played the Witcher three video game though, and it is pretty crazy story. So um, I'm assuming season one was very crazy as well. Mm -hmm. Have you watched it? No. Was this another Isaac ad? I believe it was because wow. I'm not at that. He's not even. Yeah, no. Dude right. just felt like he needed to spend time with his <laughs> wife tonight. Yeah. Who does he think he is? Yeah, I know. I was, I was, I was working on this agenda at the same time Isaac was last night. Oh, like, nice. Right. But uh, yeah, I think that this was. Uh, I don't know if, if Isaac is, has seen Witcher season one, but I know a lot of people have. A lot I of think people it's do. Very well received. Yeah. I was like, I mean, that's what Henry Cavill's been doing, kind of like the last two years. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, it's super popular. I've heard it's really good. I just haven't sat down to watch it mostly because I know nothing about the Witcher or the lore of any of it. And so it just, it feels, I, this is how I imagine people who, who don't really know that much about like Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings or any of those types of show or movies. Nice. That's kind of how I feel like at this point, I feel like I'm kind of far behind, even though this yeah. is, there's only two seasons, but there's like, I know there's books there's yeah, it's video a big, games. It's a big universe. I believe season one is is an entry point, though. Yeah. Um, but I, I can't speak on it too much since I haven't seen it. Yeah. All right. So on December 21st, the book of Boba Fett is coming out. And I am very excited about is it, that. Is this, a, is this a movie or a TV show? I think it's going to be a TV show. So did you watch The Mandalorian? Mandalorian. I finished season one. I've not okay. season two yet. So, so season two, I'm going to, I'm going to slightly spoil this for you. Okay. Boba Fett I, shows up. Okay. I did hear about that. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, so you get to see more of that character, which is really cool because Boba Fett is a very interesting character in the Star Wars universe. So, so. Right. He's like one of the most popular characters in Star Wars universe and has about a total, uh, 
13 minutes of screen time in the whole season. Yeah, which is crazy. So he is getting his own spinoff series, which is awesome because it's been the the man. I wish I could remember the actor's name, but the actor who was played who played Boba Fett in the prequel trilogy, he also voiced all the like clones Clones, and all the animated shows. And so it's the same actor who's playing Boba Fett in this. So I think that's really cool that that they brought him back. So. So yeah, we'll see what what happens. Uh, you know how we talked about uh, Ming Na Wen the other day. Yes. So she's gonna be in it too. Okay. So because she was in the Mandalorian as well, so she's continuing her her role as a uh, Finnick. So I'm okay, excited. Okay, cool. For that. Yeah, I'll I'll definitely be checking this one out. Um, I'm I'm not as big of a Star Wars fan as I used to be, but I think Boba Fett is, will be a pretty cool character to see return to. Oh yeah, for sure. All right, so this next point, I am I I know we've sort of talked about it, but I'm oh, I'm yes. really interested in hearing what your thoughts are. We got our first official look at the Cowboy Bebop movie, live yes. action movie. Yes, yes. What what are your thoughts? Um. I'm remaining very, very cautious about this one and keeping my expectations very close to the floor because it's just tough for any American studio to get anime series, live action remakes done well. So I, I'm not, I don't think this one is going to change my opinion of that. I, I think it, it may be good. I just, uh, I think it's just me. And my biases from the past and being constantly let down by live action makes that I'm not getting my hopes up for this. But I mean, it's John Cho, of course, Um, looks looks pretty good. Um, I've seen a lot of people calling the photos came out. They look like terrible, like cosplay photos. But yeah, um, we will see. I want to see a trailer. This I will watch a trailer for this because I'm right. So so you're you're kind of reserving final judgment until you see a trailer right i'm i'm on the side if i had to say something right now i'm gonna say this does not look very good um there's one character one of the main characters she apparently is not even she's not in those photos yet or she's not even in the photos um and apparently she's gonna be in season two which i don't know how it's gonna work because she showed up in like season or episode four of the original series so i have no idea how they're gonna do that so oh wait so this live action is gonna be a live action television series yes TV. oh i this whole time i was under the impression it was a movie yeah it's gonna be a tv series which ah, man it could be it could be very bad for a very long time interesting but i we'll see. what do you think have more concerns i so so this is one of those things that i know is a beloved anime yes yes and so i think we talked we talked about this in our our animation flyover episode or layover episode I sometimes you just gotta leave stuff to be animated. Right, like let it right. let it be. And that's okay. It doesn't make it less of anything if it's animated. So I don't know. Uh but like you said, John shows in it and he's yeah. I love him. He's great. He's fantastic. So Yeah, Cowboy like Bebop he, is a very beloved property and has yeah. a very uh it was a lot of people's first anime. Okay. So they have a certain attachment to that story and that specific anime so um i don't i think that for that reason alone it's this one was maybe one of the ones that should have been untouched but we'll see we'll see yeah i don't know i feel like john show wouldn't 
get on board with it if it wasn't going to be good. Exactly. But... Yep. Yep. He really, he really, the the movies and roles he does, they're re- like, I think, I don't know if he's done a bad movie. So he, it feels like he's very selective with the movies. Yeah. So this one was one I added. So apparently there's going to be, this is very, very early in development. There's going to be a Chronicle sequel with a female lead. I, have you seen Chronicle? No, I haven't. I really, you should watch it because okay. Chronicle is one I watched back in high school. And I feel like um, I've watched it a couple of times since, and I think it has aged pretty well as a movie. I, um, it's Dane DeHaan's probably best role um it is gonna be pretty i think this this sequel is gonna be pretty interesting and i think uh i want to say chronicle is probably one of my favorite like super power stories that's not like a major property like avengers or x-men so um yeah it's got a pretty good cat i'm looking at the cast now it's got a pretty good cast yes yes it is definitely worth watch uh, I Josh, Tr- I think it was obviously a movie that I got Josh Trank, uh, Fantastic Four or Fan Four Stick. Um, Fan Four Stick. But uh, yeah, the Chronicle is is I think it's is a is a pretty good movie from the early two thousands era of uh, okay. blockbusters, and it's found footage. So I I personally love found footage movies. So this one being a found footage kind of superhero power story is, oh uh, that's why I, I okay that's why i didn't see it uh found footage movies give me a headache uh yep so i that's probably why i i stayed away from it but it i mean the story is you have yet to see michael, it's michael it was pretty much michael b jordan's it was it was like michael b jordan's like coming out as well okay like he oh, it's it's so good so okay good. um but I'm very excited for this. I don't know if Josh Trank is involved in it. I didn't see his name in the in the article, so um, we will see. Um, all right, this next one is another one I added. Jason Momoa and Dave Bautista are developing a buddy cop movie. Um, I'm jazzed about yeah, this. Yeah, this will be awesome. I think, well, Jason Momoa, his character of Aquaman has a lot of comedic moments and bits in Aquaman. Mm-hmm. But to see Jason Momoa in a full-blown comedy movie will be very interesting. I So I feel like we've talked about this before, that Dave Bautista might be the best wrestler-turned-actor yes. who's, like, actually a good actor. Mm-hmm. And so, I like, I mean, we've seen Dave Bautista just provide great comedic relief, but is also good at acting. And so I think that he and Jason Momoa will probably be able to feed off of each other and really just bounce funny lines off of each other. I think it's going to be great. Yes. I, I did not watch though. I, I do want to, he, Dave Bautista was in that other, uh, I think, I don't know if it was a buddy cop, but he was with it with Kumail Manji and uh, Stuber. I heard it was, I think the critics hated it, but I think uh, regular audiences enjoyed it. So I think that was fun. I, I didn't see it, but it, yeah, I just, I can't imagine that not being a funny movie with those two in it. Right. Exactly. So that would be pretty good. So I think the biggest news, and this came in like two days ago, the biggest news of August is Francis Ford Coppola is, seems to be ramping up a passion project that he's been trying to pursue like the whole, this whole past decade. He wants to create this story, a big sci-fi epic. And he 
seems to be funding the whole thing himself. And the, the, the dollar figure that I saw for this was like a hundred to $120 million. And the deadline article, I think deadline was the one that, <clears throat> that got this scoop. Here's a, here's a bit from deadline about his sci-fi epic megalopolis. While some conversations are further along than others, the actors Coppola is discussing roles would include Oscar Isaac, Force Whitaker, Kate Blanchett, and John Voigt, with Zendaya, Zendaya, Michelle Pfeiffer, and Jessica Lane also among those he is seeking. He will also reunite with James Caan, whose role as Sonny Corleone in Coppola's The Godfather made Caan one of the biggest stars of the era. This for a big tapestry film that will have many others actors in the cast. This will be pretty awesome if we see it actually come to fruition. I I I want this. Yeah, I has been very badly want this. It has been. When was the last Francis Ford Coppola movie? It has has to been have at least been twenty years. I don't know if he did a movie in let me the whole entire decade of twenty ten. Um, let me look. So his last movie. Are we talking about was, directing? Yes, directing. Okay. Um, but uh, of course, I mean Francis Ford Coppola, one of the greatest directors of all time. And this cast right here is as a lot of the big names that are in Hollywood right now. I mean, it feels like Oscar Isaac is attached to every big Hollywood project. Yeah. And I'm personally excited for James Caan, who has kind of, been, well, I think he's had little roles here and there, but James Caan to be reuniting with him will be pretty awesome. I'm a big, big fan of James Caan. Um, mm-hmm. He's a really good follow on Twitter as well. He has no filter on there. He's, um, yeah, he's so, great. So do so, you have the, the last movie Francis Ford Coppola directed? Yes. I believe it's pronounced Twixt. It's T-W-I-X-T. Came out in 2011. And the the synopsis is a struggling horror writer visiting a small town on a book tour gets caught up in a murder mystery involving a young girl that night in a dream, he is approached by a mysterious young ghost by the name of V. And it's got Val Kilmer in it, Bruce Dern, Elle Fanning. And those are kind of the big names. Um, Eldon, what is that dude's name? Eldon Irinrek. He was the dude that played Han Solo in the Solo movie. Ah, yes. Okay. So... I have. I don't even remember movie. that movie coming out. <laughs> yeah, I think it, it's kind of jarring that Francis Ford Coppola is having trouble getting this movie off the ground. But I just don't know if people, the, this de- the average moviegoer is going to have watched movies like The Godfather um, and Apocalypse Now to to justify a studio, a big studio giving him this kind of budget. But of course. The big film buffs like us who actually know he's a legend will go see this if it actually gets made. Right. I, yeah, I, I think that, that people who, I, I, I feel like The Godfather is a movie that a lot of people have seen, which is a movie I still haven't seen, but I know who he is and I know he's a legend and like the whole, that whole family is very talented. Yes, Sophia right? Coppola has become a pretty successful director in her, in her so, own. So, and I think that with with names attached to it, like like he is hoping to get, I, I feel like people would go see it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like sure. you said, 
Oscar Isaac is in everything right now. <laughs> Forrest Whitaker is a legend. So is Kate Blanchett, John Voight, Michelle Pfeiffer, Jessica Lange. And then Zendaya is Zendaya and everyone freaking loves her. Yeah. So also it's her birthday today. Yeah. I was going to say happy birthday. To happy, yeah. Happy birthday. <laughs> so, you know, I hope that he gets to do this movie. Yeah, and it's a sci-fi. So that will be pretty cool to see. I'm, I'll be there for a big budget sci-fi that is not like a, a remake or a continuation of a big big property. Something completely original. Yeah. So this next one, <laughs> probably my favorite news bit from August. I feel like we talk about Tom Cruise every <laughs> single movie news roundup we've done. Of course, we have to include him again. Tom Cruise has reportedly trained for Mission Impossible 7 for a year. And that year included doing 500 skydives and 13,000 motorbike jumps. <laughs> That's insane. That dude yeah. is so old doing all this stuff. Yeah, I, it, it blows my mind. He really is one of the greatest artists of our generation. I'm just gonna, he's an artist at this point. Um, and I, I respect his, his uh, drive to be this action star perfectionist that he is. He, he's one of those guys that I feel like I have to kind of make the exception of like separating the artist from the art. Cause like the whole Scientology thing, I just can't get past it. Right. Right. For a lot of actors, including Tom Cruise, even though he, again, very, very talented actor, very successful. I don't know how many other actors would be willing to do 500 skydives (laughs) and 13,000, motorcycle jumping like jumps like that's insane who does that tom cruise yeah i respect it and uh you you enjoy the mission impossible movies correct i've never seen any of them oh really really they are i think you can skip like uh the old ones they haven't aged very well i know john woo actually directed mission impossible one no Maybe two. I can't remember. He directed one of the two. And then I have to go back and look, but every one of the Mission Impossible movies has been directed by a very well-known director. Yeah. Um, Brian De Palma was the name I was looking for. He directed, I believe, Mission Impossible 2. Okay, okay. directed Mission Impossible 1. I don't think I knew uh, De Palma. Yes, he he did. I I think he did Mission Impossible 2, and that was the one where he had Tom Cruise had like the long flowing hair and it was probably the weakest one in the whole series, but I think they're very worth watching. Okay. All right. So. Well, so I, I saw this the other day, how Apple is nearing a deal to buy Matthew Vaughn's spy film called Argyle. I think that's how you pronounce that. Okay. For $200 million. I don't know anything about this movie other than it's a spy film, but it's Matthew Vaughn. So. Oh yeah. So what are you, what are your opinions on, opinions on Matthew Vaughn. Um now that we're talking about him, I'm trying to think of what because he he did Kingsman, didn't he? He did Kingsman kick ass the kind of the soft reboot of the X-Men series. He did oh, a yeah. really fun movie with Robert De Niro and Michelle Pfeiffer called Stardust. Um it was yeah. a, it was a retelling of Neil Gaiman's novel. And he did another very good crime gangster movie with Daniel Craig called Layer Cake that mm-hmm. not a lot of people have seen um, as Daniel Craig and Sienna Miller in it. 
And that may be one of my favorite Matthew Vaughn movies. But if you've seen like the X-Men movies and Kingsman, that is Matthew Vaughn. Yeah, yeah. He did X-Men First Class, which I really like that X-Men movie. And Kingsman's really good. So, I mean, I like him. I don't know anything about him outside of that. So, but also this, there's a, this cast is pretty, it's a pretty good cast too. Got yeah. Henry Cavill, Samuel Jackson, Brian Cranston, John Cena, Bryce Dallas Howard, Dua Lipa, who is a musician. So I don't, that name threw me off when I read it. Sam Rockwell and Catherine O'Hara. I mean. Yeah, this this looks pretty promising. I'm a big, big Matthew Vaughn fan. I think the way he does action is so well done. Um, he uses a lot of very unique camera techniques when he films mm-hmm. his action scenes. And the the free bird scene in Kingsman, I, I've i seen that. I've watched that clip on YouTube so many times. Colin Firth just destroying all those people um, to the tune of free bird. Yes. I, I love that. Um I, I, I think he's directed two of my favorite comic movies of all time. I love Kingsman, the first one, mm-hmm. and I love Days of Future Past. Days of Future Past is one of my favorite comic movies of all time. Including Days Marvel. of Future Past is, is really good. It yes, is a really good movie. So good. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for this. This is the first time I've seen this news, so um, I think this will be pretty good. I don't own apple plus is that what it's called what is that yeah i think it's apple tv plus which is annoying because it's like there's the apple tv which is the actual like device kind of like a roku oh okay or it's the same means as a roku essentially um it doesn't look like a roku but it's the same thing where you can just download apps to it and do whatever um but apple tv plus is their streaming service nice so, uh, I, everything I've watched from Apple TV plus I've, I've enjoyed Ted Lasso okay. is fantastic. Uh, there's a show called central park on there that I really enjoy that it's from the same people who did Bob's burgers. Okay. And it's like in, it's kind of like a musical. It's more musical than Bob's burgers, which is saying something because Bob's burgers is pretty musical. So, but it's funny. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Next one we have is. Idris Elba is voicing the beloved character of Knuckles in the new so- the new Sonic the Hedgehog sequel. So there was a, I don't know if you know the story of the original Sonic the Hedgehog or the one that came out like last year. It they showed a picture yes, of Sonic. The trailer absolutely atrocious. So they pretty much remade the or remade the whole entire movie. And I have not watched it yet. And I watched it. Apparently, it was good. I've heard it's good. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Uh, it's got um, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey is in it, and then it has. Who's, There's another who's Ben Schwartz. Ben yes, Schwartz voices ben Schwartz. Sonic yes. and James Marsden. I was trying to think of James Marsden. James, James Marsden is in it. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, I think Ben Schwartz is really funny. I really like Ben Schwartz, and so. Yeah, that whenever so I remember watching that very first trailer they released for Sonic, and I thought this this ain't it. Yeah, like what are they doing? I mean, props uh, because, to them. Props to the studio. I think it was Paramount 
I believe mm-hmm. I could be wrong, but props to them to actually listening to the feedback and going back and making Sonic look like the actual Sonic character that we know and love. Yeah, that because it was like human teeth yeah it looked bad it was it was honestly pretty horrific like it's actually scary it was it was sonic so so i'm glad they went back and redid it i think that there was a lot of controversy over the fact that they did that because i think the people who originally like the original animators got a lot of flack for Uh, it okay and so I don't know. Yeah, there's a hand, lot that goes into animation and it kind of sucks to just have people destroy your work, but destroy it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so but it just uh, the Knuckles character is she's one of the most badass characters um in Sonic. So this this will be pretty awesome to see Idris Elba, who's been on its air lately in Hollywood after really he has. got out of Marvel, is um I'm glad to see him doing this. This will be like a fun role for him, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, so as a big basketball fan, I figured you'd be interested in this. Actually, I have no idea how you feel about this this basketball player. <laughs> so A24 uh, yeah. and Ryan Coogler are going to develop a documentary about Steph Curry, and I'm pretty sure Steph Curry is going to be an executive producer. So what do you think about this? I think this uh, – Ryan Coogler, um, I – what it depends on what kind of capacity he's actually doing this in because his name is attached to a lot of stuff these days and fair enough as just a producer and him just slapping a name on his name on it but he of course he is a great director um steph curry i don't really feel one way or the other about the guy i don't love him but actually i used to hate him very much back in the day but i feel like his um i've my my thoughts toward him have gotten a little bit better like Okay. I recognize that he's a very great player. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was as an avid OKC fan, it was so easy for me to hate the dude. Uh huh. Hate the dude. Yes. But I only hated him because he was so freaking good. Exactly. And we couldn't stop him. And it was very infuriating. I think this is going to be, I don't know. Actually, I may be interested now. This documentary, if it focuses on his whole family, which. There was some news. Like, uh, did this come out before or after his parents were getting divorced? This came out before his parents announced that they were getting divorced. Okay. So <laughs> there was a whole lot of <laughs> context behind that divorce that um, could be false, could be true, but um, yeah, I doubt that. Yeah, the whole thing is wild. So yeah, for, but- for people who, who haven't heard about this, Steph Curry's father, Del Curry, was, an, uh, was also in the NBA. And so very successful basketball player as well. Um, Not quite to the heights of Steph, I think, by no means. Um, Steph is is on a whole other level for for professional athletes. So so his parents, though, are (laughs) announced that they're getting divorced. And it has been like the crazy, like apparently both have said that the other person had like several affairs. And it was just insane. And every... I, I saw this one like thread that this guy was just saying, Dell, it ain't it. Get out of <laughs> here. Like you go back to your wife, stay with her. You, dating is not for you. You've been out the game for too long. So it's just kind of fascinating. Uh, anyway, you want to go on to the next one? Yes, let's do it. But yeah, I, I think that'll be pretty good though. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not a big Steph Kirk guy, so. 
we'll see. What's, what do we have next? Also basketball, right? So, yeah, while we're talking about basketball players, Dennis Rodman is getting a movie about his notorious trip to Vegas during the 98 NBA Finals. So if, if you guys watch The Last Dance, there was a whole episode that was talking about how he just up and left. Yeah. And they were just like, that's that's Rodman. Yeah. And it is. And so Phil Lord and Chris Miller, who, for those of you who recognize those names but don't know what they're attached to, they did in Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse, 21 Jump Street, and Lego Movie. They're involved in this. I don't know if they're directing it or or writing it. It's going to be a movie. It's not going to be like a documentary. Okay. Right. I, I, I did see this. And my question to you is, Dennis Rodman is probably – on the Bulls, he's probably, I think he's around 30 mm-hmm. to 33 in this, in, during this time period. So he's in his 30s. Who are you eyeing for the role of Dennis Rodman? Honestly, I have no idea. Because he's, obviously he's tall, but he's also kind of like bulky for a, yes. he oh, yeah. he's a he's, basketball player. Yeah, he's he's very, he's, he's ripped. Um, and I, I, there's, I, I, I'm having trouble just figuring out who can play the character then um compared to I, characters that we typically see in movies <laughs> so yeah uh, I, I have no idea who i would cast i was gonna say like maybe like eddie murphy 30 years ago but will smith 30 years ago pretty much will all smith that, 30 like, years ago era of 90s comedy yeah um, all those actors were in but it's I don't know who in this day and age can play Dennis Rodman, but we will see. Um, no doubt that this will be very interesting. Phil or and Chris Miller name attached to this and their names are also attached to a lot of stuff these days as producers. Yeah, for sure. And so I, again, I don't know if they're producing it or if they're writing it or what, what their involvement is in it. I just saw their name attached yeah. to it. And yeah. so I'm very intrigued by whatever happens with this. Nice. 48 hours in Vegas. Is that a play on word on fear and loathing in Las Vegas? Maybe. Probably. Okay. Nice. Nice. All right. Next one. Noah Hawley, the creator of the amazing Fargo TV series and Legion is developing an alien TV series that is set to air. I thought this was coming out next year, but now apparently it's coming out in 2023. I think it's been pushed back. That sucks. I, I don't know if I want to spend too much time talking about, something that has got even coming out within the next 24 months. That's fair. We can move uh, on. Yeah. I'm a big no haul. I love Fargo. Have you, have you seen the Fargo TV series? I haven't seen Fargo, but I've seen Legion and Le- Legion is oh, fantastic. Legion is Aubrey Plaza and Legion. Amazing. She is. Oh, Legion is not seen enough by seen a lot by enough people. It's so good. Yeah. Plus, Ridley Scott is attached to it as well. And so I, I'm glad that he's yes. going to be part of it as well. I'm bummed that it's coming out in 2023. I thought it was coming out next year. Sorry to ruin your night. All right. Last one. You want to go? You want to go? You want this one? Yeah. So, so Wes Anderson, even though his newest movie hasn't been released yet, I think it's coming out in October. He, there's been several casting announcements. It was like, Every almost like every two days during the month of August, it was announced someone else was going to be in it, and it is stacked. So we've got Brian Cranston, Jeffrey Wright, Tom Hanks, Scarlett Johansson, Margot Robbie, Bill Murray, 
it says Tulsa, but it meant to say Tilda. I don't know what happened there. Tilda Swinton, Adrian Brody, Jason Schwartzman, Hope Davis, Leave Schreiber, Rupert Friend, and Tony Revo what Revo Lori. Okay. Yeah. Who he was he's in uh the Grand Budapest Hotel. Okay. So yeah, a lot of uh, Wes Anderson regulars, as you would expect, and some new faces. Yeah. So um, I feel like uh, I, I get my Wes Anderson movies all mixed up these days. And uh, this is not The French Dispatch. This is not The French Dispatch. Okay. okay. That Just one's coming out sure. October. But a lot of those, I think, you know, Bill Murray, uh, Swinton, uh brody a lot of these a lot right of these. jeffrey Wright. they're all those those guys are in it but i don't think brian brian cranston might be tom hanks this is the first one he'll be with tom, os anderson scarlett johansson hasn't i don't know if she's been in one of his movies before but i know margot robbie hasn't so so we got some new wessies okay nice all right well that ends our very stacked month very stuffed of stacked news month for august so let's do some quick breakdowns of the box office so of course i think the biggest box office winner for august was suicide squad which i think y'all talked about in a different episode that i was on you enjoyed it right i really liked it yeah i enjoyed it as well um and this is take your kids to see it yeah, don't, I think we don't talked about that last yeah. time. Do not take your kids. Yeah, there was like that. a six-year-old in my theater watching it, and uh, he's probably having the hell or the time of his life. Um, I'm I'm glad he got to experience that because it was a great movie. But this also marks Sylvester Stallone's six straight decades of being in a number one movie, which is a pretty that's, awesome streak. That's um, insane. Yes. Uh, I'm going to pull up the list of movies he has here because I did not. I was trying to guess what movies were the number one movies that he was in, and I did not get them right at all. I, I'm trying to think what they could. Uh, Rocky is what I imagine would be yep. one of them. Well, at least one of the Rockies. Yes. So we got the 70s Rocky, the 80s Rocky, and Rambo First Blood. 1990s we had cliffhanger which is this movie where he climbs a mountain shirtless um 2000 what more do you want in a movie <laughs> right 2000s is this movie i'd never even heard of uh called driven i'm a big sylvester stallone fan and i've probably seen all of his movies except this one because i've never heard of it but apparently it was number one he might have had a very small role in it which is why i've never heard of it but it's a movie called driven Okay. 2010s, The Expendables, and 2020s, Suicide Squad is my favorite character in the movie. His character was great in the, in the movie. Uh, so this has nothing to do with anything, but you brought up The Expendables. Did you see? I think Megan Fox is going to be in the new Expendables movie. <laughs> yes, I did see Expendables. I guess it's the fourth one is in development, which is uh, I did not watch the third one. I haven't I seen any of the them. First one. First one was actually not terrible, <laughs> but, but uh, that is that. And Candyman just came out last week. It is the highest grossing film by a female black director, which is which is really cool. But also, how is yeah. it? 
How is this far into the game? Yeah, it's a, uh, it's it's been it's finally happened, but uh, not surprising, unfortunately, because of the lack of representation in Hollywood. Yes, absolutely. But, uh, th- th- this is uh, this is a pretty amazing feat. I'll eventually be seeing this. Um, I don't know if I'm going to go to the movie theaters to see it, unfortunately, but I will eventually be seeing it. Yeah, yeah, I I, I want to see it. But I'm so scared. I'm <laughs> I did so... do the thing where uh, I attempted to do the thing where there were, uh, if you go to the website and say Candyman five times and the trailer popped up, I got mm-hmm. to the third Candyman and then I was like, nah, I'm not saying the fifth one for the trailer, just scared crap out of me. So that's cool for you. promotion they were doing. But uh, great, great to Candyman and Nia DaCosta and the whole team of, of Candyman. Yeah. Shout out to Nia. We're very, I'm very excited for her. I, I, I think she's going to have... And we're going to be talking about one of her movies in an upcoming episode. We will be talking about, about one of her movies soon. So very excited about that. Awesome. Then our fat last bit, um, I can, I didn't know this movie came out. Um, Disney's Jungle Cruise earned <laughs> $92 million during its opening weekend. <laughs> Listen, yeah. you put the rock in any movie and people are going to go see it. <laughs> That's what I've just learned. If you want it to be successful. So, uh, so Jungle Cruise, is this the, like a ride in Disneyland or something? Yeah. So it's a, it's a ride in Disneyland, much like Pirates of the Caribbean is a ride. And so I think that's their ultimate hope is that it kind of becomes this whole franchise, like the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. And I, I, I've read that they're talking about doing a sequel. I don't know if, if it's been confirmed yet, but yeah, I mean, you literally get on a boat and you kind of go around this little like river. And okay. I have been on the it's like a steamboat, right? Is it a steamboat? Y- yes. I can't remember. Okay. I think it's a steamboat. It's a steamboat in the movie. Okay. Interesting. Well, so. yeah, I, I don't know if I have any desire to see this and was it well received by audiences and critics? I have no idea. Okay. Well, 19 just, millions, that is, that's, that's a big number. That's a big number. I mean, okay. Also Emily Blunt, isn't it? Yeah. She will, uh, she will get a lot of uh, people in theater, including yeah. me, but, uh, I, Maybe I don't not, this one. not this one. I, I want to see her back doing movies. Like I, she, of course she's amazing. Quiet place. I really loved her in edge of tomorrow and Sicario. Mm-hmm. Those action roles. She absolutely kicks ass. In. She's so cool. Yeah. She's so cool. She should be in more action roles. Yeah. So I agree. So um, I think this is a segment that unfortunately Isaac will have not joined for it, but I think this is one he has created. So we will try to do his best in capturing his spirit for this next segment called surprised or not surprised. Liv, you want to lead us off? Yeah. Eric, surprised or not surprised. Alfred Molina married Jennifer Lee, who is the director of frozen. Okay. Is Jennifer Lee Asian? Is that, an Asian league or is that an American league? I I'm almost positive it's American. Okay. Let me let me look. Hold, hold, hold. All right. Well, Alfred Molina. I love Alfred Molina. He I love his character in Boogie Nights, which is definitely not a kid-friendly movie at all. If there are any kids. No, do not movies. watch Boogie Nights with your children. But uh Boogie Nights um very very good movie and he has he played his character in boogie nights is pretty amazing and is one of the greatest um characters and in a he's in a scene in the third act of the movie that is one of the best scenes i think of all time and he 
the song that plays in that scene is Sister Christian by Night Ranger. I'm like, oh yeah, so good. But uh, Alfred Molina makes that scene. But uh, I'm gonna say I'm not surprised because okay. I don't know. What do you say to this? I I just remember thinking I thought she was married, and I looked it up, and she was, but she got divorced. And Alfred Molina's <sighs> wife died last year, oh, and so. They, I can't remember how they met, but apparently it was like a really sweet ceremony. So, I mean, I'm kind of surprised, but I'm just really happy for them because it's Alfred Molina and he's, he just really seems like a a gem of a person. And I mean, I, for one, love Frozen. She also has written the screenplay for Wreck-It Ralph and Zootopia and did A Wrinkle in Time that Ava DuVernay directed. So she's she's very talented. So I just wow. you know, wishing the best. Mazel tov. I really love Zootopia and I really love Wreck It Ralph. That is that goes to show how good of a storyteller she is. Then wow, I I'll, I'll, I may need to check out Frozen then. Yeah, I'm just saying this is this is a power couple. Okay, nice, nice. Second right. one. Second one, got? Eric. Surprised or not surprised, Sony is reportedly talking about delaying Venom 2 until January. Not surprised by this because I think Sony is notorious for delaying crap. In general, uh, across yeah. the board. Not just in the movie industry, just across the board, um, but definitely in the movie industry. So not surprised by this one at all. What about you? Not surprised. I I'm expecting to see some more. St- uh, if if COVID continues to get worse, I expect to see more things delayed. I saw a a, a report that apparently Disney might delay Eternals if Shang Chi doesn't do good in the box office. I can see that. I can see them doing that. Which I, I hope that does not happen. But of course, anything is possible. I don't want it to do poorly. I don't want. I don't want them to. Re- delay stuff i really don't want the uh shang chi to do poorly because this is the first time we're getting an asian superhero like i want people to show up for this movie like they did with black panther and i want them to show up for this movie like they did with with captain marvel and i realize a lot of people are like captain marvel sucks as a movie but people showed up for it because it was the first female superhero movie right i think best case scenario shang chi is one of those event movies like um we had earlier this year with mortal Kombat, um kong versus godzilla versus kong where everyone's just talking about on twitter and Mm -hmm. it's just really good um interaction between the audience and the filmmakers which i think um the the crew specifically simon lose very he engages very well with his his audience on social Mm -hmm. media so i think i think it'll be it'll do good hopefully so. Yeah, I hope it does well. I think I think that it will. I've seen where like some of the early reviews said that it's got some of the best action sequences in a Marvel movie. Yeah. So I'm very much looking forward to that. I hope it's good. Um, at some point, never mind. We'll talk about it whenever we actually. Yeah, we are doing a full episode on it. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that'll come out Monday, right? Yes, I believe so. Okay. All right. Happy Labor Day, everyone. All right. Oh, last it is one. Labor Day weekend. <laughs> yes, it That's is. That's crazy. Oh, my I gosh. Know. Okay. 
All right. Final surprised or not surprised. Seth MacFarlane has reported that he regrets keeping Family Guy and his other animated television shows on Fox due to the network's <laughs> news channel, specifically because of Tucker Carlson. Surprised or not surprised? So I don't know if it's just me when I don't associate Fox Sports, Fox Cable Network Television with Fox News. Right. So I'm kind of surprised by this. Um, I guess they are all Fox, but I, I see them as all very different entities. Yes. Yeah, I think they're all very different entities. I realize that they all feed into the same thing, and which I maybe is what his issue is. I'm not surprised he's upset about it because Seth MacFarlane is very, very outspoken about his very, very different beliefs than yeah. Tucker Carlson. Right. Or anyone who watches Fox News. So, yeah. Yeah. And I, 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 think, I thought it was interesting. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, they're not going to care where Family Guy aired, especially in this era of streaming. Mm-hmm. People even know what like Fox and NBC is. Uh, right. Yeah. I feel like most television shows are associated with the networks. So, yeah. I, I don't think it's that, that crazy. But of course. I mean, it is his baby, so I can see why he feels that way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, are we moving on to cancel corner? Um, yeah, you want this one? I can take it. You got it. You got All it. All right, so this was news to me. Joel Kinnaman was granted restraining order against ex his ex-girlfriend who is accusing him of rape. And there's a bunch of question marks, so I'm assuming that all this is just allegedly... Joel Kinnaman. Let's talk about Joel Kinnaman. Okay. Let's talk about him. He's got to be one of the most bland actors <laughs> in our generation. <laughs> the dude is very, very monotone in everything he does. I didn't. I don't not know what I was expecting you to say, but you calling him bland and monotone was not, not yeah. what I was. He's just for. like one of those every, every man's in Hollywood. Not just, he's not really memorable in anything. I don't I'm, think anyone is saying Rick Flagg is my favorite Suicide Squad character. I liked Rick Flagg significantly better or like more in the new one than the old one. Uh-huh. But I didn't... I felt kind of... What happened to his character in the movie? I've, I've like had a little emotional reaction uh-huh. to it, but not much. It was like, oh, well. Yeah, I, I can see that. I think him playing RoboCop did not do him any services with or do him. I didn't even know he played Robo. I I haven't him. seen that, and so I didn't know he was that yeah. was him. I'm, I'm a big fan of the Peter Wellen Willer uh, original RoboCop. Mm-hmm. So the remake one was just not very good. So I just yeah him with that crap. So um, yeah, so apparently he's the only person in our cancel corner for the month. Five. So are we canceling him or? I think a verdict may be out. Of course, um, I don't know if I'm even in a position to be granting verdicts on people, but I'm gonna say <laughs> on a, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna throw one in here on the on the air uh, while we're on the air here on our agenda, which I saw. I don't know how I didn't make it on there, but Matt Damon during his promotion of Stillwater. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I I think it didn't make it on there because I was so like I'm not even gonna acknowledge this nonsense. Yeah, he so so tell the people at home what 
Um, so apparently he uses some homophobic slurs normally in his household and he or maybe not even in the household, maybe just in his whole life. And he apparently he did not think there was anything wrong with him until very recently until his daughter told him, you cannot say those slurs and internet was uh, having field day with him on Twitter and air and Instagram. Yeah. And then he went and tried to backtrack and say, no, 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 no. It wasn't like recent. It wasn't like within the past couple months, but the way he phrased it when it first, that news first broke, it seemed like it was very much within the past three yeah. months his daughter was like daddy like finally his daughter was just like i can't i can't not say anything i have to say something like dad you can't say that uh, yeah that's that's pretty wild from matt damon i mean he is a he is like a boston guy i believe mm-hmm. um and uh yeah we know people from boston have a certain tendency associated with them so um yeah i that is a wild one to me. And it came out very front and center during Stillwater promotions. Yeah. Which is, I feel like Matt Damon has been, he's been around for so long. And I feel like this is the biggest and maybe the only controversy he's yeah. ever really had. Yeah. I, I feel like that is the case as well. Um, I think he is a well-liked guy, I believe. Um, but maybe not anymore. Yeah. So uh, that's are wild. we can't, are we, are we canceling Matt Damon? I'm, I don't know if this is selfish for me to say. I'm not canceling because I like his movies. Okay. <laughs> I can separate the art from the artist here. Here's the thing. I have a hard time imagining he is the only one. I We have seen time and time again how homophobic Hollywood actually it is, which is crazy. Cool it's cool at all. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, I, it's been like, maybe I'm, I have a good audience around me, but like, I, I just, when I, when I hear that stuff like that is like, it's 2021 people like, come on. Mm -hmm. So yeah. All right. right. Are you canceling him? I feel so indifferent about Matt Damon. Like genuinely, I feel indifferent about him. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Have you seen Ford versus Ferrari? No, I haven't. I had zero interest in seeing that movie, but everyone said it's so good. And so I feel obligated to see it at some point, but I don't care about cars. I realize it's more than that, but that's how it was like marketed. And I don't, I don't care. James Mangold, James Mangold. I know it is James Mangold and he's great and I love him. So all right. anyway, fair points, fair points. All right, let's let's run through some quick casting news because uh, this episode has been running for quite a bit now. But apparently, we have um, Brendan Fraser. I think we can end the episode on this note. Brendan Fraser was joining the cast of Killers of the Flower Moon, Martin Scorsese's latest. Yes, Brendan Fraser and John Jonathan Lithgow. Did you see that? Yes, Jonathan Lithgow was also announced very recently. I think at the same time. Yes. Um, so both very splendid and legendary actors. Brendan Fraser Revolution is is upon us people um because he's got I think he's booked for quite a few movies coming up. Yeah. Which the Renaissance is upon us. Yes, that's what it is. That's what it is. So, I'm very glad he's he not that he's making a comeback, but I think that people are are appreciating him again. So, I'm just I'm he just Seems like a very pleasant guy. I watch, I can't remember what the interview was, but I watched an interview and he was just so 
He seemed very kind. He's been through a lot personally in his life. I don't know all the details, but he, he's been through a lot emotionally. So I think that's why a lot of people are really rooting for him to be successful yeah. in all these movies, which yeah. no, I no doubt he will be. So let's end the episode with some of the releases we have coming out for the month of September. So, of course, September 3rd, this week, we have Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings in theaters. And I believe the option to buy it for stream. No. No option to buy it. This is this is gonna be the first one theaters. they've released where they're not doing the the Disney uh the premiere access. Well, that yeah. sucks because I was not planning to go fight a huge crowd of people to see this. So okay, well, I well, I'm gonna have to spite the bullet and support support this movie. Um, but that's coming out September 3rd. You're gonna be there. I will be there. Yeah, I'm actually gonna go see it with one of our friends from high school. So nice. All right. Then we have Ghost in the Shell, the animated version, the original only version, um, the only is version. coming, <laughs> is going to be um, playing in theaters in IMAX September 17th. That will be a cool event to go see. And I added this one, a little streaming option, The Abyss, one of James Cameron's most underrated, probably his most underrated movie is now streaming on Amazon Prime. Really, really good flick. This was, I think, him coming off the tales of Terminator 2, um, Judgment Day. A really good 90s cast in it as well. So this is a highly recommended movie from me and is streaming on Amazon Prime starting, I think, last night. All so right. Upcoming releases we have for the month of September. Olivia, you have anything else to add to that or just in general um, want to say to our viewers? No, I'm, I, I'm, I'm good. I'm content. Uh, August was a busy month. I think September is probably going to shape up to be just as busy. We got, so are there Oscar movies starting to play uh, or award movies? How do, how do awards work in COVID times? I don't honestly know. I mean, it was weird. Everything was like delayed, right? Yeah, everything was delayed, so it feels like a lot of things are coming out. I know that there's a lot of um, like film festivals going on right now, and so a lot of show, like a lot of things are being premiered at those festivals. So like Power of the Dog, we were talking about earlier, Spencer, a lot of those things are being released at those, and there are all kinds of like stuff coming out about those movies. So. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Award season will be here before we even know it. Nice. All right. Well, great recording this episode with you and talking about what happened in August movie news. Um, Stay tuned for some more episodes we have coming out. Uh, We're going to be pumping out some more episodes here pretty soon. Mm -hmm. And I think that is it for us. I'm going to be signing off here. Thanks for listening, Olivia any final words no thanks for listening everyone please remember to rate review and subscribe if you are following along on apple or uh just wherever you you listen to podcasts so thanks everyone